Attention, duelist! My hair is authorizing me to begin this podcast. And you just say a thing so I don't talk over you this time. I was gonna wait for you to do your <laughs> fucking intro. <laughs> I'm Nora, I'm joined by Olivia. Gay people like to hibernate in caves. <laughs> So, what was the thing that you said on the last episode of Attention Duelist vis-a-vis Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged series? I said that I would never watch it. Technically, you said you would never watch it with me, right? Yeah, so I guess I held up that part. Yeah. Uh, I'm on episode 81. (laughs) How far are you? Uh, I, like, finished the Duelist Kingdom arc and Mm -hmm. then I got bored. Understandable. There's a there's a really bad arc in the in the middle of this show. Which one are you talking about? Uh, well, any of them really, if you really want to be honest. Yeah. Um, here's because here's the thing about Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged series. It's not very funny, or like good, or interesting. Um, it becomes some of those things. In, like, the post-Team Four Star era, when he goes back to mostly just being him, mm-hmm. um, and has, like, become an adult, and, and like, is a real human being. Uh, um, Little Karibo's late period. Yes. Then there's, like, jokes with structure. Uh, there's also jokes about, hey, remember when this character was just a reference to Beavis and Butthead? Well, now they're not. Because the power of the Aura Calcus allows us to retcon stupid decisions and stuff like that. And there's also the stuff with Mai where she's like, now I'm voiced by a woman. <laughs> um, that's character development. Mm-hmm. Sure. But the thing, that, the thing that I was surprised by was not so much that it wasn't funny. Uh, there's some things that are still enjoyable, but... For the most part, the jokes aren't jokes. Half of them are just references. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think the last episode I watched was the Battle City Esperoba episode, where like the whole thing is that Jinzo stops internet references. Yes. I okay. Um, one part that like <laughs> the part that I think about a lot is this one scene where they do a Zelda reference and then a Halo <laughs> reference and then somebody says like, let's get no. out of here. All these obscure references are making my head spin. <laughs> when... Was it was it Halo or was it Zero Wing? I don't know what the fuck Zero Wing is. Uh, all your base. I thought you said it was an all your base joke. Oh, it might have been. Anyway. It was something pretty yeah. pretty like mainstream. And then uh, Anzu, sorry, what's her name? In in English, it's Taya. Taya is like, uh, let's get out of here. I'm tired of all these obscure internet references. They do always say references. Because he's British. Which is almost funny. It's almost, it's almost a joke uh, in the fact that it's just a, they say, a, he, everyone says a word a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think, okay, I think a major but, problem, at least in what I've seen, is that, like, little Karibo thinks he's better than Yu-Gi-Oh! And he's not better than Yu-Gi-Oh! He's not better than Yu-Gi-Oh! There We've was... seen some comparisons of little Karibo's joke versus four kids' joke, and uh, it doesn't always come up on little Karibo's side. The thing is, like, 
this was he, I feel like he's he's not unique in that like this was like really a product of its era where it's like you know I think it's like the beginnings of irony culture of like Yu-Gi-Oh, oh, for sure. Yu-Gi-Oh is like cringe and fail because it's like trying hard to like evoke an aesthetic you know and it's for kids and it's for kids which is cringe and things shouldn't be for kids it's it's cringe um i'm just surprised they never made a vagina bones joke with how much they talk about like hating four kids and the dub and the changes made in localization <laughs> uh but regardless what i was saying uh it the thing that surprised me was not how unfunny so much of this show is or and not like not just unfunny but like how poorly written the jokes and humor are and like how like just structurally that stuff is also bad on top of being mostly references but also it's like hyper racist it's like it's like a very casual and um just offhanded mega racism and also whatever he puts in his disclaimers uh, homophobic transphobic or other types of humor i think is what it says it's very funny um, that he doesn't say racist <laughs> it doesn't he doesn't say racist despite there probably being more racism than homophobia honestly uh-huh. he it's like um, when shoddy shows up and shoddy's whole thing is that he's just borat it's like we're trying to invent a new type of racism here at you the bridge series <sighs> It's not a new form of racism, it's just anti-Semitism. <laughs> True. <laughs> but specifically mixing the racism of, like, Shadi as a character with, like, the, mm. like the, you know, the racism of Borat is, yeah. like... Uh, um, and it's, like, so of its era, despite being, ranging from 2006 to, like, I think they sort of stopped doing that by around 2016 or so. Um, they st- they still do... There, there's that one shot in season three where Tristan's skin is weirdly darker than usual. And they, they like hang on that joke a lot for be- being so late. Um, but post like the clip show of that season, uh, they've... He's like done a made a very minor efforts to curtail some of it, but like it is very much the like just well the internet is racist. It's just full of racism. That's just what the internet is because there was a specific culture online from like two thousand mm-hmm. early two thousands on where like people just said shit. Even if they didn't think they were actually being racist, there's just this culture of just like, yeah, I don't care. I'll just say whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like which the, is where lots of problems started. The jokes of like <clears throat> Shadi's character just like saying hugely anti-Semitic things to Yugi, and that's supposed to be funny that he's being anti-Semitic to Yugi. Like that's the whole joke in that and, in that first Shadi and- episode. All of those are also just quotes from the movie Borat, I think. But, like... Well, some of them are... I've never seen Borat, because it looks shit, but... It did look shit. I didn't see it. I I have... I was shown clips of it at a church camp. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, some of them are specific enough that I don't think they'd be quotes from the movie. mm -hmm. Um, But, like... 
Kaiba's two guards are just actual Nazis saying actual Nazi things, and that's the joke. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the other that's... thing. I think the other thing that struck me was like there's a specific kind of misogyny in that show, which is just like everybody hates all of the women in that show, just like really casually. Yeah. Um. Like. Whenever in the first arc, like whenever my Valentine comes on screen, like the way that they, the joke whenever my comes on screen is they literally only refer to her as a pair of like walking breasts. And like, it seems like. I. Does he think that he's just making a joke about the show being sexist? And so by abridging as the act of like making a parody no, of I the think show he, i think he he's means like it. calling it i think he, he mean, you think it's just from it's just it's just straight face i think he means it because then they always do jokes about how much she like always loses duels and is like a shitty character who only exists for like fan service like i think he means it there's definitely okay. there's definitely a there's... lot of like fandom takes of his coming mm. through the abridged series because there's a lot of things where where he'll comment on, like, this plot point is dumb, so I'm going to, like, belabor the point. And so it's, sometimes it's just, like, what is that what he's doing, or is he just, like, is this just him? Yeah. Um, not to say that he was wokely being sexist. That's not what I was implying. <laughs> this is no Kavoth here. Sometimes I feel like the woke sexist. <clears throat> the woke sexist. Um, you know who is pretty much funny the whole way through and also almost never is involved in the racism? Seto Kaiba. He's just fun. Yeah. And also, the thing is, it's nothing compared to Dub Seto Kaiba. <laughs> yeah. We specifically um, watched a joke, like a, one of those joke comparison videos that was like a Seto Kaiba joke from the abridged series and from the dub. And he's just funnier in the dub. It's just a punchline and they move on. <laughs> in the in the little Kariba version, it's the punchline It just gets expanded four times. Mm-hmm. And like I still have a good time but it's definitely not the same joke it's it's not like the same level of joke mm-hmm. even um so the just revisiting all i watched most of it because i got sick last week or two weeks ago mm-hmm. but um i was just surprised that it was actually just bad like not just problematic and like racist and all that other stuff. It was also on top of all that, just kind of a bad show. Um, and I just was left thinking, did we just not know any better? In I ten. I think it's. I think it being such a product of its culture is like, like that's what was funny. You know. I said like yeah. I would have. I said like oh, I would have killed as a arts content creator because you didn't have to do shit. You didn't have to make a single joke. You just had to be like, I'm putting in the peanut butter jelly banana. But I said three seconds earlier that I hate uh, references. It's I, It was very interesting. Like, this is before we started saying memes. So he calls them references. Yes. Um, or sorry, references. 
Um, but because it's that mixed in with, like, quoting Monkey Island or doing a Star Wars joke. Because mm-hmm. it's all the same. It's all this just, like, mixture of referencing things. Because it's, like, it was a different conception, I guess, of, like, what what memes are, I guess. Well, I but, think it's, like, yeah. you know, it's, like, early, like, nerd stuff going through online of like because then there's also this part where he talks about where he like will make self-deprecating jokes about only doing internet references and nothing else in his comedy so like Mm -hmm. i I, it's you know it's like a tension point of like well i'm gonna do the reference but i'm also going to talk about how it's annoying to do like only references but then still that's all i'm gonna do because that's all the humor i know yeah um he gets a lot of he's it's weird like as the show gets more meandering and bullshit on its own he starts getting more material and at first he really squanders that material by passing all of it off to team four star people to voice half the cast in like the third season but now i'm in season four which seems like just wild uh, and he has so much to like work with in a way that he didn't before, because um, he's better at making jokes when something is is bad or hard to understand rather than when it's just a story. Hmm. Um, I haven't got that far, so I can't say much about that. Um, will yeah, I watch thirty yeah. more episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series? I don't know. Maybe I'll get sick. <laughs> maybe you'll get sick from watching it <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't think i have anything more to say about the abridged series no i'm gonna finish it despite the last three episodes being like 28 minutes and 29 minutes um is it over or are you just like catching up no i'm just catching up he put one out like four months ago it was the last one and I think the last one before that was pre-COVID. I mean, well, oh my god. I just, I don't know if I'm ready for Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series COVID jokes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but thinking about it, I feel like, like he's about to... I feel like we've suffered so much as a culture. That's so true. He's about to start, epi- like, season five, which should be, like, the end season... But, um, so at this rate, like, episode 81, I'm looking at here, August 25th, 2018, episode 83 was in 2021. Um, and I know he took, like, a year or two off for, like, health reasons. Um, I feel like if he doesn't, like, really pick up the pace, he's gonna be making this for another six years. You gotta hand it to him. He hasn't given up. He, he was he was first on the scene, and he'll be the last one. goddammit. it! I think he is the last one on the scene. Is anyone else making anime abridged videos? I don't think so. Like Team Four Star fucking quit. They they shoehorned an ending into the Cell games and then quit because they wanted to be streamers and shit. First one in, last one out. It's little Karibo alone in the club. <laughs> the club that he made <laughs> it's, he's alone in his club yeah he, he's the bartender 
his empire of dirt. Anyway, it's it's 15 minutes. Do you want to talk about real Yu-Gi-Oh? One last thing is that Little Karibo has a Yami Yugi VTuber, and it's not rigged very well. Because mm-hmm. he does, like, GX rewatch reaction videos or something? Or reviews? I'm not really sure what those are, because I'm not interested in GX, but... I don't know how. What? I don't know how you're not interested in GX. It just doesn't look as interesting as Five uh, Ds. Okay, Five Ds is pretty good though. Yeah, there's Five Ds and then there's Zexel and Vrains. Like we got stuff. I'm actually, I'm like, hmm. I actually, okay. To be fair, I haven't looked at anything after Zexel. Mm-hmm. Or wait, was Arc was Arc V after Zexel? It had to have been. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of yeah, I think so. I'm kind of interested in Arc V for like the meta bullshit of it all, um, but other than other than that, I think it's Yu-Gi-Oh, GX, Five Ds, and then Zexel. Arc V, I think. Um, Arc V is the fifth one because the yeah, V. Because Arc V and then Vrains. and then Vrains and then Sevens. I don't even know what the fuck Sevens is. <clears throat> so Sevens is a weird one because it's a like they switched to a new animation studio and it feels similar to like the difference between Pokemon and Pokemon Sun and Moon. Oh. Um so it's a new style, it's everything's a little bit simpler, the monsters are all CG. Oh yeah, what um, the fuck is this? Yeah. This shit this shit looks like Vanguard. This shit looks like the Vanguard animes. What's Vanguard? I you can't do this. Fuck you. What? <clears throat> What's Vanguard? Fuck you. I'm I'm Vanguard. I know I've explained Vanguard to you. You're really mm-hmm. gonna do this to me on my podcast. What's, What's Vanguard? Oh my god, we don't have time for this. It's almost twenty minutes. We gotta talk about the actual episodes. Okay. <sighs> that you've lost esteem in my eyes. No. Forgetting about Vanguard. I don't know what Vanguard is. Vanguard Princess? The video game? Card Fight Vanguard. Card Fight Vanguard. Card Fight Vanguard. Is this the gay card game show where they don't play card games? Uh, in the new one, they don't play card games. But in the old one, they played the card game a lot. Okay, now... See, now I remember this. I just didn't remember its fucking name. I'm sorry I didn't remember Vanguard, the most generic name possible. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I quit this podcast. No! <laughs> Wish you warning an ending. We're gonna team... No! We're gonna team four-star this shit. Well, but we don't have any of the money or success. <laughs> did, did team four-star no. have money and success? They get invited to cons. They sell merchandise. Is that success? None of the names that I know of have been canceled, to my knowledge. Is, is that success? <laughs> All of these are symptoms of success. <laughs> According to Nora's success is not getting canceled, going to a con. <laughs> Being invited to a con, please. Okay, alright. It's literally been 20 things. fucking minutes. Can we talk about the Yu-Gi-Oh! episodes? <laughs> Look, this was important. 
Okay. Also, I love you. I love you too. Episode. Are you ready to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh? Episode ten of Yu-Gi-Oh is what's it called? Uh, it's called the pressing beautiful teacher, the secret mask. I don't know what pressing is supposed to mean. I have no idea. I is it like forceful? Yeah, is it like harsh? Like she's pressing also, you? There's a different name on the Wikipedia page. There was definitely a different name on the episode. Cuz the the sub the subtitling job in these two episodes is again not good. Yeah. Let's talk about lewd videos. Let's talk about lewd videos. Do you know of any? Jonochi might want some. I know that you can't give them as a present. So do you want to do a five-sentence summary for this? Or should I? <clears throat> uh, you do this one. I'll do Cap... Okay. Capumon? Capumon. 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 Okay. So, sentence number one. There is... A beautiful but strict teacher named Miss Chono at Domino City High School. She loves to torment students <laughs> and aggro's Anzu for being like aggressive and rude. Anzu tries to start a petition to lighten the school rules, which forbid any personal items or part time jobs. But Miss Chono interferes by hiring bullies to mess with her. Um, Yugi gets wind that she's doing this and gets mad and challenges her to a shadow game. Miss Chono cheats at the shadow game and is punished by <laughs> having her face break off. That's the end of the episode. You forgot the part where a girl in their class is crushing on Jonochi. That part's not important. I didn't forget. It's not important. It's the catalyst. Yeah, but it doesn't go anywhere. She does just start seeing another guy. Yeah, like, it it exists, and it's, like, part of the reason why Anzu gets mad at, at Miss Chono. Um, and we'll talk about it, probably, but it's not important. It's five-sentence summary. You've got you've to cut shit down. You didn't use a single semicolon, that's all I'm saying. Exactly. I'm good at this. You can just use a semicolon and make have more information. I'm not a coward. Five sentence summary. Wow. Five. Wow, okay. Five sentence summary. But not all sentences are are created equal, according to Olivia. Yeah. I don't English degree Olivia. I don't fuck with semicolons. Not at all. So how did wow. you, how did you, you only want the full colon? How do you feel about this episode? Because I didn't like it. I was really frustrated uh, just watching the episode because adults using their uh, like institutional power to fuck with younger people just pisses me off a lot. Yeah, and so it was it was a really frustrating episode to watch, mm-hmm. um, and it was. It felt good when uh, Yami Yugi showed up. <laughs> and I was just waiting this whole episode for somebody to slap the shit out of this woman. 
I I agreed that it was like really aggravating, but I feel like it was like it was. I feel like it was leaning super hard on that aggravation of like, doesn't it suck when a teacher is awful to you? And like, it kind of sat weird in my mouth the way that she like mm. has no depth and has a bunch of like, you know, yeah. it's like oh, it's the stereo, it's the stereotypically like feminine teacher who's like pretty and a bitch, and she has no motivation other than like screwing with children, and she well she gets punished in a really like ah your beauty's fucked up fuck you for wearing makeup kind of way well it's like she her her main hobby is having marriage interviews and then dumping people Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't really know how a marriage interview works or what that is i couldn't but her main like hobby is like leading people on and then dumping them Mm mm-hmm I couldn't really tell you how a marriage interview works beyond, like, shit that I've seen in, like, anime comedies. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel qualified to actually talk about this. Um, but that's just, like, the same thing with, like, she just likes fucking with people. And um, she is made ugly, but her... Now she have put... When she puts on her makeup... It will fall away if she's mean to kids. Or anyone, actually. If she's rude, if she starts acting rude, if she starts acting ugly, she'll become ugly. So she has to keep her makeup up. And, like, theoretically, if she could just be a better person, she'd be fine. But she's not going to learn from this, I don't think. You see how this sits weirdly with me, though, right? Yeah. It's just, the vibes on this episode are not good. Especially the part where, like, all of the teachers who were, like, horny for her are at the end like, Oh, she wears too much makeup. There's more makeup on her face than skin. (laughs) And it's like, let's see, it's you bitches who did that. (laughs) Like, you guys are the men who set the societal expectations. I don't mean to go, I don't really want to go, like, pop feminist on this episode, but I can't enjoy it for like pop feminist reasons basically Mm -hmm. um just like we've we've had like i feel like you could have just done like you know there's a line that like yami yugi says to her of like you only wear the mask of a teacher but you're no you know you've completely failed like to do what teachers do and i think you could do like you could do an episode about that just fine without constantly linking it to like how much of a bitch she is because she like wears makeup and wears Mm -hmm. and like dresses feminine it's just weird yeah i think this is the best shadow game so far because the shadow game that he challenges her to is we're gonna play a puzzle game but the puzzle is going to be two broken mirrors and we have to do it blindfolded and now you have to use your hands with these gloves uh to like piece this mirror back together without seeing it and i think that's like the coolest shadow game we've got so far yeah i'd say so it's pretty like clear and succinct you know the rules the way she cheats is really obvious because she's like i'll just take the blindfold off and he's wearing a blindfold so he'll never know but of course he does know because he's fucking magic he's the king of games and then you know and then like the, the the cracked mirror like shows her reflection all fucked up as part of her punishment. That's a that's an okay visual. 
even if I don't like the themes of that visual of like underneath their makeup you're an old lady ah oh, wouldn't it be <laughs> fucked up to be an old woman ah <laughs> um is there anything else about this one or do you want to move on to Capsumon? um <laughs> Uh, I, oh, I just want to make fun of the subtitles really quick. Like, like, nobody says teacher in this episode in the subtitles. All of our subtitles just have them constantly mm. saying sensei. And at one point, yeah. sensei Tachi instead of teachers, which is just <laughs> a holy shit, fan subbers. What are y'all doing over there? You gotta, you gotta pump the brakes. You will not die if you translate the words that they say in the show. Sensei Tachi, get out of here. I'm on the page for the Toei anime, which is this one, on the wiki, on the fan wiki. I've got a little fun fact for you. Are you ready? Okay. Um, There's 27 episodes of this show, right? Mm-hmm. Yugi Moto slash Dark Yugi are in episodes 1 through 27, and so is Anzu. Mm-hmm. But Jonochi, Honda, and Miho are all missing from episode 17. Ooh, okay. So, I don't know what that's about, but there's one episode that only has those two of the of the main crew. Interesting. Um, We're not there. Just... We're not there yet, though. No, but I will say, Miss Chono comes back next week. Uh, <sighs> I was checking uh, Miho to see if I could get some crucial information before i talk about this next episode but it doesn't exist so i'll have to use is, it, is, uh, is the information you're looking for how old she is it sure is uh, so i will just use the age okay well okay i typed in joey wheeler age and got a 42 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here here's here's my guess i think they're first years because in the end of the of the the Miss Chono episode, um, Miho says that the girl who liked Jonochi uh, confessed to quote a second year senpai, mm, which okay. to me says okay, so they're younger than second year, and there's only three years of high school in Japan, so they have to be first years. Oh shit! Okay, I didn't know that. But what age is a first year high school student in? It's Japan? it's a tenth grader for us. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the American version of the of Yu Gi Oh that we'll get to later, mm-hmm. uh, the character main characters are sixteen. Mm. So I think they're fifteen in this show. Yeah, that, fifteen. That feels right. Okay, I just wanted to like f- take that number and rotate it in your brain for me. Yes, because um, the fir- mm. because the first sentence of this summary for the next episode is going to make it very clear why that's important. Episode eleven is the rumored Capmon Capsumon. It's it's Capsumon. This says Capmon. It's a new arrival. Um, <clears throat> a college student named uh, Warashibe is obsessed with capsule monsters and Miho. When she spurns his advances, Warashibe decides to eliminate her friends, his competition for her affection. Warashibe promptly poisons Anzu, Jonochi, and Honda with tainted water, causing the three teenagers to fall ill during class, and forcing them to be sent to the nurse's office for treatment. I 
we don't get a good look. Looks like a different nurse to me. No, than it looked like the same nurse, actually. I think the nurse is a real okay. woman. <clears throat> An enraged Miho confronts Warashibe, but he outsmarts her by challenging her to a game of Capsule Monster Chess, which Miho has no idea how to play. I don't know if that's really outsmarting someone. No. I'm outsmarting you by challenging you to a gunfight, and you don't know what a gun is. I, yeah. Yami Yugi steps in to help Miho and challenges Warashibe to a shadow game where the capsule monsters are brought to life. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Will he? It's nothing like dual monsters. Uh, Will he be able to end Warashibe's unhealthy obsession with Miho once and for all? No, because nobody learns. Okay, so you just. That's the whole point. So you were just not even trying a five sentence summary. You were just reading. Yeah. Alright, fine. I see how it is. I forgot about the five sentence thing because I've always just read the summaries. Yeah, and I wanted to change it, but this this summary was actually pretty succinct. Um, but yeah, this episode is about a college student who is also a businessman who is also a baby. Um, who is also okay? So there's a there's like a translator's note that says his name means baby, mm-hmm. um, that's why he cries a bunch. He also looks like Griffin McElroy. Yeah, he also looks like Griffin McElroy. It's and he's obsessed with amiibos. <laughs> that's all I could think about. <laughs> so it is a it's a college student businessman baby who looks like Griffin McElroy who's creeping on a teenage girl. C- Griffin McElroy boss baby. A lot a lot happening in this episode, <laughs> and I also don't like it. <clears throat> But, yeah, it differently than, like, I don't like it, but I don't like it differently than the Chono episode, because I feel like, I feel like you could have done a better version of this episode that they just decided not to, or, like, forced into not doing because of the structure of this show. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they've, they've been doing Miho dirty this entire anime, right? Like... She's just, like, a character who exists to, like, make misogynist jokes about how women be shopping. Mm-hmm. Women be manipulating the affection that men give them mm-hmm. for material gain. Mm-hmm. And, like, there, and there's, like, a good part in this episode where Miho's fucking pissed at this guy. And she's like, Yugi, take me to this dude. We're gonna beat him to death. And, like, <laughs> if the end of this episode was, like... Miho being if it was like Miho having this fight and like you know beating this guy maybe with like Yami Yuki's like help you know but like it was mainly her doing it then I would be much higher on this episode even for all its problems but I just mm-hmm. can't overlook the way they like give Miho a cool moment and then have her like faint and like oh now it's Yugi time <sighs> yeah I get, uh, he's the king of games, which means that if there's a game, he will be part of it. Uh-huh. He will not watch someone play a game. Yeah, I just think it's like a bad vibe. Again, it's a bad vibe to the yeah. episode. It's a bad vibe, and like, it didn't have to be like this. No. It would be interesting to have an episode where like, Yami Yugi doesn't just turn on the the protagonist mode and then like win the day mm-hmm. and like you could you um, could have done interesting stuff with like you know everyone thinks like you know the way where it's like oh miho's like into 
capsule monsters wrong because she like doesn't understand like you know like where they keep saying like oh she's like looking at how cute the designs are and stuff and she's not thinking about the battle and then like it's it's funny because that's the also what they say is warashibe's problem like yugi says at the end that was your mistake warashibe you saw these as collector collector's items but you forgot this is a combat game that's why you lost mm-hmm. i was skipping like, to that yeah sorry Th- that like you know you could have done a reversal where it's like oh miho just like doesn't understand these things she's not interested in the right aspects of them not like warashibe is but then like actually it's warashibe who like isn't thinking you know miho is like thinking about like the abilities and the strategy of using these monsters in a way that he's not and it could have been like a moment for her to do a thing and they're like no actually actually she's dumb as shit she is a bimbo <clears throat> she is a bimbo she will not be returning next season mm-hmm. which and it, which it sucks i don't know it sucks I'm sure that the writing uh, for the women characters in the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh! proper um, is great, though. I'm sure yeah, I'm sure this complaints. is constantly a show where, like, all the girls will get a chance to do cool things. And... Taya is just, like, renowned, really. Just, like, well, just a fucking... People, everyone's always posting fan art of Taya, like, beating everybody in card games. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time she played a card game. I actually stopped. I actually started watching the beginning of Arc V, and I believe that I stopped after they had the one girl, like, lose a card game in a way that was, like, so stupid and contrived. I was like, man, I can't do this shit. <laughs> and then, like, took a break <laughs> from it. and didn't not, have, not again. I'm not strong enough. <laughs> I haven't gotten back to it. Like, uh, We should watch that new one, though. I don't, I don't like the look of the new one. Oh. Anyway, yeah, I just, yeah, this is like a shonen problem in general, you know? This is not mm. unique to Yu-Gi-Oh, but I still think it sucks. Yeah, like, you know, nothing. there's no reason not to still have that criticism, even though, even if it is a broader problem. Mm. Yeah. You know, you know who I think also just kind of gets done dirty in this episode? Is it, uh, is it Jonochi? No, it's Yugi. Because Yugi's whole thing is just standing around enabling this, like, pervert, you know? Who he, like, made friends with by accident? Off screen before the episode started? This episode kind of, like, starts midway through. Because you only get, like, Warashibe's, like version of his meeting with miho like in a flashback and like he's friends with yugi but it's never explained like where they met and how they became friends it's like also the episode starts with yugi being like oh yeah capsumon this stuff is like really popular with grade schoolers and then we cut to the fucking college guy in his salary man outfit just buying capsule after capsule from this machine trying to get the good ones Mm -hmm. which is funny (laughs) like if you cut out his like weird sex creep thing i think the idea of like guy who's really seriously into like a grade schoolers like hobby thing that's a that's a fun villain concept it's kind of all of these villains but like and even more 
and even more so when you get into like the actual like big anime where everyone plays uh, children's card games (laughs) i mean that's that's just the premise of the anime you know yes yes it's just it's not a children's card game in the anime they just live in a world where a card game is the most important thing ever it's magic. It's magic. There's monsters. It's a it's a whole thing. You can't fault them for that. That's just the world they live in. The the children's card game is literally created based on actual monsters and actual rituals of summoning monsters to do battle. Yeah. So like, you know. Yeah. That's... It's not just Konami. Is Pegasus Pegasus <laughs> We 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 can't get into the Pegasus cultural appropriation discourse. <laughs> Is that it for these two episodes? Um, I was so sleepy watching these episodes. I was on the couch. This is my day off. I was just vibing. Mm-hmm. I think like, um, yeah, I think it's a like. I think this is a better episode than the Miss Chono episode because there's like interesting things here. Like, <clears throat> they're almost making a purposeful connection between the way that like Warashibe like fundamentally misunderstands the game that he's obsessed with and also the way he like completely like misunderstands like anything about human relationships but Mm -hmm. they don't really go anywhere with that um they and they don't even like really because like he has the same reaction to both of those things which is to cry like a baby Mm -hmm. and there's just no like <clears throat> he doesn't even really get like a comeuppance for like think he gets put in a box yeah think about how like miss miss chono is going to spend the rest of her life like forced to be nice to people or else her skin starts to break uh this guy got put in a box for poisoning uh teenagers and trying to assault another teenage girl you know mm-hmm. it's like this you know it's that thing where like because he acts like cartoonish and goofy, everyone is kind of like, "Ah, oh, he's a weirdo. He's not like threatening, but uh, he's a sex creep. He's a sex creep, and he's like ten years older than this girl. I guess twenty-five. I don't know. College could be college. It's like, the most generous could be like nineteen, but that's still. He's dressed up in like a salary man outfit, though. He has a job. Assume uh, we have to assume. Yeah, he's he looks like a forty-year-old man. Is the thing. Yeah, he has uh, he has criminal nerd face. Yeah, for sure. You could like you could plop him into like next to like any other anime salary man who's supposed to be like a a middle-aged guy, and you couldn't tell the difference between them. You could put this on the Sale board of directors. Ah. <sighs> You know. I'm trying to find a picture of this dude. You made so many tweets on the account. Sorry, <laughs> I just had lots of things to tweet. Uh, I really like the door to darkness one. Yeah, the door to darkness has opened. Hey, fellas, did somebody mention the door to darkness? <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I, I think that's everything I have to say about these episodes. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you want to check for emails while I go to the Twitter? 
I love this part. <laughs> you, you have to. It's our next segment. If I don't love it, my skin will fall off. Oh, no. Am I Yugi? What? Did I put a shadow <clears throat> game curse on you in this scenario? I'm just making an internet reference. <laughs> God. Okay. Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. If somebody wanted to send us emails about Yu-Gi-Oh, where should they send it? Well, we didn't make a new email after we stopped doing the League of Legends podcast, so you can find us at we or at uh, we are the email at gmail.com. And one more time for the folks in the back. We are the email at gmail.com. And if someone uh, sent an email to the podcast, it might sound something like this. Um from Salamancor, I have only ever watched part of an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! once. I'm solely learning about it from this podcast and having a blast. I have too many questions and none of them are good or are probably spoilers. Send them anyway. Yeah, just go. Is my... Just go for it, honestly. We're chilling. We're chilling. This first series, um, not not season zero, but like Yugi Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, real-ass Yu-Gi-Oh!, um, I'm not like spoiled, spoiled on it, but I'm like, I I paged through some late manga volumes like six years ago. Like, I'm vaguely aware of the shape of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a like. I I I would like to avoid spoilers generally, but it, it is not like a, um, experiential thing in the way that like Ars Arcanum is. We will not send you to the Shadow Realm. No. Now, if you spoil 5Ds or something that I haven't seen any of, then I'll be cross with you. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, Yu-Gi-Oh! is Yu-Gi-Oh! She just watched, like, 80 episodes of the Abridged series. Yeah. You have a general idea. Like, I kind of know what the plot of the first four seasons is, such that they are. Mm-hmm. Considering I think one whole season isn't even in the manga, but... Mm. Yeah, I think <clears> there is an anime season. I think it's the virtual world. Because mm. it happens in the middle of the Battle City one. <laughs> it sure does. There's a whole arc in the middle of Battle City. <laughs> I remember playing the card game and like... Or not the card game. I remember playing like the GBA game, the Sacred Cards. Mm-hmm. And for a while that was my only understanding of how Battle City ended. Was like how it goes down in the Sacred Cards. Because uh, at the time the anime was like really into like the digital world arc and i was like man weren't mm-hmm. they trying to get to the finals <laughs> yeah and then like yeah whatever important stuff does happen after that arc that is like building off of the arc that was happening before it's a whole thing uh, um, this podcast is gonna get fun it is um once we get to the oracalco stuff it's also going to get fun again <laughs> in a new way <laughs> Uh, I have one more email from Chris. All right. Uh, what is each Yu-Gi-Oh character's Taco Bell order? I've never been to Taco Bell. What? There are several chain restaurants I've just never been to in my life. I don't know if I'm qualified to answer this because I don't like Taco Bell that much. <laughs> Sorry, um... Crystal. <laughs> Send a different restaurant. Send this email again, but with a different restaurant. Yeah. Um, and we'll do it. Yeah. 
listen, my parents, uh, I my do parents were like this. weird elitists, you know, about this stuff. Mm. Like, oh, we don't need to chain restaurants. Uh, my parents were like, yeah, they have cheaper Happy Meals on Wednesday nights, so we go to McDonald's before church every week. Mm-hmm. So we ate out a lot. Um, I've been all over the place. So just send this question in again with like a different... If there, if you can think of a restaurant more mainstream than Taco Bell, uh, that'd be great. I could probably do Chipotle. Hmm. Due to my college experiences in rural Ohio. <clears throat> That Nora made fun of me for, but I still think I'm right. I don't think I have ever made fun of you. You did. You made fun of me for going to Chipotle on, like, the first episode of this podcast. I've been to Chipotle many a time. Okay, well, I edited the podcast. I don't know what to tell you. You made fun of me. I I will simply direct you to this tweet that I made um, about an hour and a half ago. That I am 100% trustworthy and have never done anything even slightly nefarious, mischievous, or sinister? So Lexi asks, uh, is he, you know, the king of games? Referencing <laughs> referencing a frame that I posted on Twitter of Anzu doing kind of a, you know, you know, that kind of gesture. You know. um, your answer, Lexi, is that he's not the king of games yet. He doesn't become the king of games until he wins the Duelist Kingdom tournament, at which point he is officially crowned the king of games. Yes. Yeah. We also have a... I don't know who has the authority. It's Pegasus. I thought the pharaoh was the king of games. Who? The pharaoh. No, it's a joint, it's a title that they win over the course of the show because Pegasus invented okay. the game and so he crowns the king of games for winning. That's like the thing of Duelist Kingdom is like, if you win, you'll be the king of games. I don't know what that gets you, but... I thought, see here, I thought y- y- Yami was already the king of games in this show, but... No, he's, I guess he's just not. Yugi's Joker alter ego. Well, regardless. Uh, we also... So, yeah. Soon. Soon. Uh, we also have a question from uh, at Escapist on Twitter who asks, uh, if, we, if we've if we ever had any experience with people deciding they were your friends on their own without any input from us necessarily. Which is a trick. No. It's definitely something that can happen when you're, like, a kid, you know? I guess I've had friendships where I didn't think that it was as much of a friendship as they did. That's always awkward. But it came, like, the realization came after they were, after a point of, like, oh, I'm hanging out, they're inviting me to hang out, like, pretty regularly. I guess we're friends. Mm. Because we had, like, been part of a larger group before. Okay. And it was like, oh, I guess I guess you like me. Uh, okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then we became friends. Sure. I'm autistic, mm. so. But, but I had, like, sort of held that entire group as the same level of friendship. Mm-hmm. As, like, this ambiguous cloud. And then after that group broke up. It was like, oh, okay, we're friends mm-hmm. in on an individual basis. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm 17 and I don't know how this works. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, mm-hmm. that's as close as I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Friendship is friendship is tough when you're a kid. I it, it, you know I remember being five ish, uh, maybe younger. I forget when preschool is. I guess or not preschool, kindergarten, kindergarten. Mm-hmm. At some point. We did a thing. I was either in kindergarten or first grade. It wasn't first grade. It was definitely kindergarten. But we would run outside and like have, go out onto the playground for recess or whatever. And I remember saying, does anybody like dinosaurs? And then just becoming friends with a girl who also liked dinosaurs. That was the golden age. I think I specifically asked about a dinosaur cartoon that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember the dinosaur cartoon where they were all jacked? What are you talking? No? <laughs> no, I do not. I'm gonna... I'm gonna send you an image from Extreme Dinosaurs. Okay, I never watched Extreme Dinosaurs. You didn't... You never found Extreme Dinosaurs? No. <clears throat> Here's some... <laughs> of some some really ripped anthropomorphic dinosaurs those they sure look extreme (laughs) yeah okay extreme dinosaurs extreme dinosaurs they're extreme this was the basis of one of Nora's childhood friendships yeah all right so those are the, all the Twitter questions I have. I have a question for you. Oh. Where can people find you online? Well, that's an easy one. You can find me on Twitter at Great Grebe, which is a type of bird. You can find a link to all of my podcasts from there. Yeah, it's... Listen. Listen to my podcasts. They're good podcasts. They're great podcasts. Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find stuff I did in the past at norablake.online. Um, <clears throat> we just put up journal updated for July at the second best game club. We talked about Bioshock. It's fine. It kind of sounds like it sucked. Yeah, I play, I played Bioshock and I listened to you two talk about playing Bioshock. I would say Bioshock sucks. As a video game, I would give it maybe like a six and a half or t- or a seven, maybe. Um, and then also it's like turbo racist on top of that, mm-hmm. which, you know, happens sometimes. Just like Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged games. Series. Just less racist, perhaps, than Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series. But... Okay, well, that's not nothing. No, it's not nothing. Um... At some point, War in Our Stars will return. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of scheduling at this point. It's hard to schedule three people. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's probably all my plugs. There's a car alarm going off the distance. uh, I hope you can hear it. Oh, I can hear it. Because it's cool. Car alarm. You know. Uh, Things of that nature. No, I can't can't say I do. I can't say I've ever heard a car alarm and thought, cool. (laughs) Well, um, you know what is cool? That's cool. Getting off my deck. <laughs>